podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Welcome to this week's five-year plan FA Cup final podcast. Good. Pod 181, sponsored by Vector Printing for all your print and embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk. And that's Vector with a K. Good. Good. And JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com. I will. Good! Congratulations, we've got the adverts out of the way and welcome. This is and that's me done then for the day. Yeah, see you later. Can I go home? No, you can go home. Yeah, well done, your cheque <laughs> will be in the post, it will be blank. Check. Um, this is the FA Cup final podcast, folks, and uh, joining us, we've got some very special guests. But before I introduce them, I'm going to introduce our regular crew, which is Kevin Day. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Excited? Of course. Good. Even You're not right. bothered about the FA Cup, are you? Listen, we've we've discussed this before. I may have I may have I may have indicated around the third round that it's lost some of its glamour, but it is the biggest cup tournament in the world. I'm I'm very very excited. Good man. More excited than a man of my age should be. Okay, we won't go into that. Uh, James Endicott, how Hello. are you? I'm very well, thank you. Yes. Good. You're going to stick around for the actually stick around for the pod. I'm going to stick around for the whole pod, yeah. Unless, is- unless he falls asleep, which is on his current. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm very happy. Good. He's very happy. And Andy Street. Hello. And joining us, we have got two very special guests, uh, both of them returning to the podcast. Uh, first up, it's uh, Palace Corona, Steve Browett. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. I'm very, very happy and very excited. Good man. Yes. And joining him uh, is a man um, who's also got a beard. I was going to try and think of a seamless link <laughs> there, but I couldn't. He's got a So I went, for the, I went for the beard angle. Well, it's uh, under play. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, he, he's the captain of Crystal Palace. Well. I was going to get to he's that. Not, that was the, the next beard. bit. The beard, the beard really comes across in the podcast, doesn't it? It does, yeah. yeah. I want to yeah. give the viewers... It's uh, a of a visual description. I want to give them the visual. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It is, of course, Palace captain, Mile Jedinak. Mile, hello. Thanks for having me. How are you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> he's so happy to be here. Absolutely. Very excited, very, very excited. <laughs> to be on the portal or to be in the FA Cup final? Both. <laughs> Gives the correct answer. Well done, chaps. Well, one's a lie and one's true. <laughs> um, okay, so it is, it is an FA Cup final podcast. Yes. I mean, given where we were this season, Steve, at times, do we think we'd be here today doing this podcast? I don't think, I don't think you'd ever think you'd be in the FA Cup final. It's, it's something that comes along so rarely, isn't it? I mean... I was saying to someone the other day, there were Crystal Palace fans who were born, supported the team all their life, died of old age, and, and never saw Crystal Palace in the cup final. We didn't get to one until 1990, having been 
formed, what is it? Uh, 1905. 1905, take away five. 85 years earlier. And, uh, you know, I've, I'm fortunate to have been to the 90 Cup final, but did I think I'd ever see Palace in a Cup final again? I don't know. It's, like, it's, just, it's just fantastic. And, uh, and as Kev says, it is, it is the greatest football cup competition in the world the history is incredible mm. you know it, it, it goes and, we, and we, we did it the hard way as well which people oh, yeah. apart from the much the harder Reading, than the, the uh, 90 team absolutely we, we, yeah, we, it was apart from Reading it was all Premier League teams and Reading away wasn't a, an easy match by any consideration and it, it is strange how it was a sort of initially a distraction from a, a slightly iffy second part of the season but then as each game went on you start to dream and the fact is, no matter how cynical you get about the FA Cup and the way it's been treated, it's the FA Cup, and it's just like we're in it. And I don't think Man United fans quite realise what they're in for in terms of the support that Palace will have on Saturday. Because the only consolation I take, and I've said this before, is that if we do lose, which I don't think we will, is it will be the first time that the losing fans out sing the winning fans when they, they lift the FA Cup. Because Palace fans won't leave like everybody else does. And we'll be there at the end, and it's—I I can't wait to see the start of the semi-final when you walk in and see the the red and blue stripes at the end. It was a, I think it's a real psychological boost for the for the team. I mean, Milo will tell you if it was, but that's what's going to happen on Saturday. And for United, for United to take these things very casually, it's not a big day out for them. It's, it's just another—they they assume it's their right to be in the FA Cup final. And the more Paul Scholes talks about just winning the FA Cup won't be enough for Louis van Gaal the more I like it because every single every single it's great I, I, I hope they keep doing it because every single none, none of us will take it for granted we all think we've, we've got every chance of winning it but the occasion is going to be fantastic and it's just genuinely exciting we're in the FA Cup final well we're, we're all excited but Milo what's it like as a player I, I mean is it difficult to contain that excitement do you focus on just one more game or you know, do you maybe play on that again a little bit oh look I think now that we got yesterday out of the way um, you know the way it did it's time to get excited you have to be uh, you know you've seen today we had a huge media day we got out of the way today and there was cameras lined up in every which room and, and whatnot. but it's it just goes to show what a big deal it is um, you know touching on Kevin's point there regarding what's it like for someone to walk out at Wembley with and seeing a whole sea of red and blue I mean having had the privilege and the opportunity to do it twice it's probably beyond words I probably won't do it justice because um, both times on those occasions we were the best supported team by far and we walked it didn't we and you know and then then knowing that knowing that going going there again on Saturday is uh, is you know it it gives you a lot of heart uh, going when into you sorry to interrupt, but when you grew up as a kid, like we all did, did you watch the FA Cup final every year? Did you watch it and just think one day? Not, not probably as religiously as what it is here. We did get it. It was I, I said it many times today. It was one of the one of the few games that they did get live, and the build up was phenomenal. It was always yeah. big, um, you know. And the games, I remember a few of them, um, but. It was always, you know, we go, oh, all right, we get to stay up this weekend. It's the FA Cup. <laughs> you stay up past midnight and things like that. But um, always very prestigious. But just remembering what it was like and seeing, you know, not even so much the games as they were. It was more, 
you know, the, the fans, whole the whole thing around yeah, it, the yeah, walk up the stairs and, you know, lifting the trophy and seeing how much happiness it brought to to people in the crowds and you can't help it. I mean, I'm, you, you've been to Wembley a couple sorry to interrupt, but you've been to Wembley a couple of times, but it's like, it's an FA Cup final now. It's something special about it, isn't it? I mean, I mean for, for us as fans, it's more than the semi-final or more than... So the playoff final. This is something. Is it more than a, play, a playoff final? Was pretty special. It was actually. It was pretty special. <laughs> no, but but this is the FA Cup final, Steve. Yeah, yeah. I, I think with the, I think I think with from your point there, it's you know it's we it, I think that comes down to the history of the FA Cup. You know, it's uh, we all know how prestigious it is. Yeah. Um, you know, worldwide. You know, for one second, if you. If you, if you ask me what's more important, the FA Cup, I'll still say the Championship Playoff mm. Final because okay. that, okay. for for me, you know, was a day that I'll never forget, mm. and it was just incredible. Will it be replicated on and it, Saturday? And it changed the fortunes of Crystal Palace Football Club completely. <laughs> Whereas this is this is a yeah, okay. one game, I'll which will be brilliant. <laughs> no, no, no. But, but it's not not any it's not any less it's not any less significant from that because as a, as a player and as a as a fan, you want to go into these competitions. You want to when you get there, you want to win. Course, these special course, days, yeah. you want to go and win. Of course, yeah. And that feeling, you know, if it does happen on Saturday. Oh, it'll be. We're all going to be on top of the world. Let's let's not kid ourselves. We're all going to be on top of the world, and and so so we should be. I will, I will buy you a beer. Because you know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree because it isn't quite as significant. I'm not nervous about this game at all. Before the championship playoff and the semi final, I was petrified because it doesn't have. It's already a bonus in a way. We're we're in the final of the greatest cup tournament in the world, but it hasn't got that. Our future doesn't depend on it in a way that. The, way the, the championship, playoff, the yeah, championship yeah. playoff final did. So anything that happens is a, is a bonus. So I don't. Th- it, I was terrified before the semi-final of this as well. But now we're in the final. It just feels. And fan, it, fans of our age, Kev, the, the, the nineteen ninety final that we actually lost yeah. ultimately is still one of the greatest days of our life, and we remember it. It was amazing. The Saturday, so, yeah. The, the, well, the yeah well, we don't remember that at no. all. But um, <laughs> but just imagine if we won, because oh, because for me that was one of the great days, and if. If we win it, it's just another level. Well, it also, it was one of the great FA Cup finals as well. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a really great game. game of football. You'd but still rather win yeah, you know, one, one yeah, deal with yeah, a rubbish and, game, wouldn't you? But, but it was. Does the FA Cup still have the kind of specialness, for want of a real word, um, to the fans and to players? Does it? Does it feel Not like that's been lost over I don't, the last few years? I think a lot of my friends. You've talked to Arsenal, Chelsea, Man U, Man City fans. It probably doesn't because they get into the final. Or they get to Wembley on such a regular basis, it probably has lost a bit of that. But to everybody else, of course it has. I mean, one of my best mates is a Villa fan. He's still talking about the final last year, even though they they mucked it. Of course, I mean, to most of us, it's 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 an astonishing game to be involved in because it's the most famous game in the world. The, you know, every single country will, will be watching television pictures of our club at, at Wembley. Mm. So of course, and that's why that's why, in a way, as I say, I'm less nervous. The fact that we're there is. It's brilliant, but we're not there to make up the numbers. We've got every, yeah, we've got a, a really good chance of winning the game. But mm. that it's, a good, be... it's a good point about every club. Is the playoff final to us as Palace fans was just massive. Yeah, and as I say, it changed the fortune of the club and it took us up to another level. But it only really was of interest to us, wasn't it? You know, it wasn't. Mm. I don't think the rest of the world was watching. Yeah. But 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 this game is, uh, you know, is, is everywhere. Milo, do you use? You know, they talk about visualization. Do you use that sort of technique? Do you imagine lifting the FA Cup up, or, is it, or do you kind of feel that that puts the, a little jinx on it? Do you try not to? Um, no, I never think about jinxing. But 
Well, you go through your routines. I mean, I've been in situations very similar. It's hard to get too caught up about what's going to happen in the future. You like to make sure you're doing all the right things in the now, in the present, you know, in the next couple of days. Good training, you know, we start doing more on them and how we're going to nullify that and you can have a little dream there's nothing wrong with that um you know get you in the right frame of mind and you know at the end of the day it's going to be a these finals they always anyone can win on the day um and having had experience in in finals in the past and being on both sides of it um you know i've learned that you don't want to lose a game like this. Does your experience in does your experience in big big international games stand you? Is there any comparison between this and a representing your country in front of? Well, I'll just paint a picture for you. So, this is going to be a huge game for for myself personally, the football club, you know, f- fans alike. So, in last year in January when we won the Asian Cup, that was at home. That was in front of that was in Sydney, my hometown. I had about eighty people there that were family and friends. So it's probably as big as like for myself as as it as it came at that point in yeah. time. Um, but this is my home away from home, and it's uh, again you know you're giving the opportunity and the privilege to to go and do something special for for a football club where you've experienced. You know, a lot of uh, a lot of great things, and uh, to 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 be given the opportunity to try and uh, potentially add one more piece to that puzzle is uh, yeah, it gets you really really excited. How do you how do you keep those kind of emotions in check? Up leading up to the game, the day itself. Um, I think for me personally, it's just you got to just stay focused as hard as it sounds and maybe as cliche as it sounds it's people do things they they might tell you other things but you know yeah you take all the atmosphere in absolutely you do that um, when you get out there and whatnot but you're going to have a game plan and you got to stay you got to try and stay cool as cool as possible um, and not get as mad as it sounds uh, you know I remember the semi quite well and I did hear the roar at the start of the game but after that apart from when we scored for me it was almost quiet and it was like well I'm in the zone here I've got to just try and block it out as you know there's comes a a point in the game where it might be a little bit more difficult to block it out but you have to do your utmost and and, you know call on all your experience and, and understanding of these sort of situations to to use it, to use it in that in, in on the big stage, and uh, it's it's nice to know that you know I've 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 done that in in the past, and I've got teammates that have experienced it as well, which is also uh, 
is also very you know very nice well, well, if you need if you need to relax before from about 12 o'clock in the green man quite a few palace fans in there just you've got an hour in there well, they'd be relaxed though by about 2 o'clock that'd be very I suppose relaxed. it's a good thing isn't it that we had the semi-final at Wembley because people go on about how it spoils the FA Cup yeah. having the semi-finals mm-hmm. but Man United have got a team of players who've obviously played more games they've probably all, all played at Wembley before haven't they um, but 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 for us, it's probably it was a good um, rehearsal, if you like, to, to have played the game at Wembley in the full stadium and, and had that. So it's not, you know, I don't think the Palace players are going to be rabbits in the headlights because well, yeah, they well, our, our record at Wembley is very good as well, wasn't it? Recently, I mean, we've, got a, we've got a core group in the team at the moment, including yourself, Melee, uh, Damien, and uh, Wilf, Yannick, who have you know, this will be the third time at Wembley yeah. with Palace, won't it? Joel Wood, Joel Wood, yeah. Few, yeah, exactly, yeah. Although Yannick didn't play in the playoff final, no, he didn't, isn't that amazing? Yeah. He was on the bench, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. incredible. Yeah. That which is weird when you think about that now. How, so how he's come on from being a guy yeah. who wasn't good enough to mm. to play. So just about every bit of coverage that you see written about the final mentions 1990. How much has that been sort of drummed into the players by Alan so far? Is it something that just goes unmentioned? Is it something that he likes to bring you back to all the time? Um, it's been mentioned. I don't think it will get mentioned. <laughs> so are, you, are you sick of it? No, 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 no. It's not, not, not that I'm sick of it. I think, uh, yeah, look, we've, we've definitely touched on it in the, in the build-up. Yeah. Um, but I think as of this week, I think it'll be the sole focus will be on us. Um, you know the manager will probably use his experiences and, and, and maybe share some of them but yeah he, he's, he said it quite sharpishly today that he wants the sole focus it's you know it is I know you guys remember it like it was yesterday but it was um, you know it's 26 years on and both both clubs are in a different point in their time and uh, are looking to both are looking to particularly our side are looking to create some history yeah. Mille, everyone talks about the the size of the pitch at Wembley, and it, and it looked in the semi final like we used the pitch really well. But does it is it is it noticeably any any bigger? Nah, it's probably looks bigger because there's so many more seats around than yeah. I used to. Yeah. But um, I think uh, it's probably on par with Selhurst to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I think if 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 anything, um, yeah, you probably may or may not like it, but Old Trafford's probably bigger than Wembley. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. And sizably bigger. So well, we I felt to, that way yeah, anyway. Well, old, <laughs> <laughs> old Trafford just looks bigger when it's empty because somebody's left a fake bomb in it. That's basically that's. Oh God! Yeah. When it's full. That's well, well, they've still got to play their they play their last game tomorrow tomorrow night. Yeah. Be interesting uh, to see what team. Yeah. Can I just touch you what we normally in these pods we often talk about the previous game and what happened, but obviously you know you and Stevie here and the, the cup final coming up. But just touching on yesterday's game, which mm-hmm. I was there. And, um, Lassie and Will Fawcett weren't playing yesterday and um, they're a real, real strength for us you know, a real strength as you know and it's like bombing down those wings and using that width that we talk about Sellers and Wembley do you think that's going to be something that we're going to use to our advantage obviously that's something that, that we maybe missed a little bit yesterday and I don't, you know, I don't want to go too much about yesterday because it was whatever but I think that's something that I think you know No it's a fair point you make yeah. a fair point you're not going to just you know, you guys have got a plan and you do what you do, but yeah. it's yeah, 
touching on yesterday more than comfortable talking about it it's not it's obviously it's not the ideal result um, course, I didn't yeah. think the performance was that bad I, I think, think it flattered them I, I think thought it was fine I thought, I thought, I thought the scoreline flattered them but really flattered. you're right you're right you know when you've had I think, but, 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 when you've had two guys in such form as exactly. what they had and we, know, we all know say, what yeah. sort of threat they, that they've been exactly. it's a massive part of our game yeah. it's yeah. been a massive yeah. part of our game and our identity for the last almost for as long as I've been at this football club so you know to to say we're going to try and use that on Saturday of course we of course we are and Wilf I mean Wilf has been instrumental in in the run itself up to the final where Palace have beaten like I said earlier Kevin some fantastic teams Um, what's his impact been like on the the team because he picked up player of the year as well Uh, he seemed to really sort of stepped up with Yannick was out with injury and Wilf feels like from the stands like he's become one of our main attacking threats yeah he's always had that you know, like it or not, maybe directly or indirectly, he's he's had a he's had that sort of responsibility put on him. Um, but one thing I do know, and probably all know about Wilfred, is he never shies away from it. Um, you know, even if he has a bad game or he comes out of the team, he, he'd be the first to when he does get another opportunity to take that. And uh, it's been great. Like I said, I've you know I've had the you know the pleasure of playing with him for a number of seasons now and to see him grow not only on the pitch but off the pitch and see what he's like and see him you know essentially come uh, grow up from from being a boy to a man has been uh, you know it's something that uh, you know it, it you know, it's really really bring me a lot of happiness and uh, like I said we all know these sort of stages and what he can deliver and uh I have no doubt that him, Yannick, and everyone else, whoever called upon on Saturday night, on Saturday afternoon, will be uh, will be prepared, focused, and hopefully delivering the performance of their lives. Wilf seems to react better now to being physically assaulted, like he's in some games. He he bounces back and gets on with it. Whereas a couple of seasons ago, he tended to maybe sulk a little bit. But I I think we've talked about this on the pod that. It helps when you're around on the pitch because you're always the first one to, to go over and talk to the ref or talk to the player. Who's, who's, you look like you're protecting him. Yeah, it's, it's like uh, you know, when I haven't been there, there's been, you know, Damo's, Damo Damo's does, yeah. done a great job yeah. at doing that as well. But I think it's, yeah, for me, it's it's important to know who I'm playing with and, you know, I know Wolf's temperament and what he's like and things are going to wind him up. Yeah. And, and same with other players, but. You know, there comes a point in time where you can only argue so much with the ref, with yourself. You just, you know, sometimes you, someone needs to go and tell them to. Someone needs to be told a little bit more sternly. The other one, can you yeah. can get your arm around them? But yeah. it's always meant to have the same sort of impact, and uh, that's all about understanding what players are around you and, and you know how you can will get the best sort of response from them yeah. in that moment. Um, as hard as it is, sometimes you know everyone's. Boys full of emotion, seeing red sometimes of getting hacked down and, you know, a little niggle here and there. But, you know, someone's got to take responsibility for it. And a lot of the time it's the captain on the pitch or some of the other senior players. And, uh, you know, I do it because I I can do it and I know I can do it. And, uh, you know, that's... I'm I'm happy to to do that. Like, it's something that... No one has to tell me to do it. I'll go and do it on my own. But oh, as long like, as, as, like long as, I'm, as long as I'm not getting myself in any trouble, you love doing it. As long as I'm not getting myself in any trouble, it's um, you know you 
you have to help your teammates out in every which way, and that's one of the ways. I mean, as as leader of the group and as, as captain, what's it like? What are they like as a group to to lead? In, I mean, there's a group that we've had for a couple of years. You played with a lot of them. Are they an easy group to be in control of, or do you have to kind of I don't know step out of line sometimes? Um, look, it's only you know as a player and you know as one of a, as a fellow teammate. There's a you know, there's certain expectations of you and and what you what you're required to do obviously that's set in place by the manager and his expectations and stuff as well but you know if you feel the need that something has to be said to somebody uh, albeit you know to tell them to wake up or kick up the backside then it needs to be said Um, otherwise you find yourself in a situation where you let things slide and standards tend to drop so uh, you know we've been lucky to have a like you said, a core group and real togetherness. Um, not only this season, but you know, you can talk about going back to that playoff game and that playoff year. And you know, togetherness is essentially what got us promoted to the Premier League and the unity. Not only from uh, not only from the players and the playing staff and, and the management, but you know, the supporters and the, the owners and everyone associated with the club and. Uh, you know, having that still around um, is uh, is a big part, and I think something that you know we all, uh, Steve and I, I know I can take a lot of pride from because uh, you know it's it's it, it means an awful lot to see that the club is still um, doing those sort of things. One of the one of the themes of the pod this season has been how difficult it is to define what a leader is, define what leadership takes. But we all agree that whatever it is, you've got it. So, but, but, you know, but it's, you know, do you know what I mean? It's hard. You, it's, it's such an intangible thing. But do you, as a player, know what what it is that makes you a, a natural leader? Because you clearly are to the other players um, on the pitch. Look, it's you know, it's people talk about you know what you. It's I always come back to how I was brought up, what values I was taught as a kid how my parents were with me yeah. you know I had older siblings and I was around older people but it's more importantly setting my own standards and, and trying to always set an example whether I'd be the youngest guy in a group or the oldest guy it's um, just trying to set an example uh, you know, not always be the most flashiest player but try and be consistent then do you, you know? think you want to take that over into management one day? I'm not done playing yet. <laughs> <laughs> Give the guy a break, <laughs> Street. <laughs> 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 uh, look, nah, look, it's a fair question. I've, I've, had, it, I've had it a few times. I didn't have it today, though, which was uh, nice not to hear. But uh, look, uh, it's late now, Jay. It's, it's um, I don't look. It's something I haven't thought too much about. But yeah, why not? Like, I mean, you know, why not? If if, if I do go, decide to go down that path, or I think having the experience as I'm doing now playing and you know you can definitely use that going forward for sure does the beard help with being authoritarian (laughs) you'd have to ask you'd have to ask (laughs) my teammates and maybe the opposition (laughs) maybe we'll ask Joe about it it doesn't work it doesn't work with my two little ones that's for sure they just just laugh at me so Uh, you know it's just one story in terms of psychology as well because a lot of Palace fans have talked about this does does the fact that we've got the home kit help in any way at all um, 
I don't really I haven't really thought about it right. um, but I don't see why not because you know everyone's going to be every, all of our fans will be in red and blue yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it helps us but for me Manchester United is red shirts isn't it yeah. so them yeah. being um, in white anemic or whatever the oh, word great. is well, you know, them not being in their red shirts does feel like a slight victory we got the upper hand well, it did, it gave... they're not the red devils they're the sort of <laughs> white devils <laughs> <laughs> well, it gave a... it gave... and that's, that's a say no one wants <laughs> But it did, give, that one. it did give a lot of fans a little, a little boost, though, because a lot of fans. Yeah, I, assumed, I was pleased we won that. Well, toss. Yeah, but, well, a lot of fans didn't know there was a toss. They assumed that the so-called bigger club chose. But when we won the toss, <laughs> yeah. it was a little Philip. It was like, okay, we can. You know, there's a little victory. That's fine. So it was a psychological help for us. Oh, it's yeah. nice when you, you know, nothing better when you see the the sea of red and blue, and you coming out wearing the kit and. Mm. Is is, it, if, if, we'd, well, if we'd lost the toss and played in white then some fans would have worn the, the away shirt yeah, yeah, and it would have so been, it would have been a sea yeah. of red and blue and a bit of white yeah, so yeah. I think it's good that we're no, 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 yeah. the, the wall of red and blue will, red and blue will, will be yeah, 100% red and blue it will yeah, absolutely yeah but also I mean in terms of uh, superstition we were in the this end for the playoff final weren't yeah. We? Yeah, we were, we're in the other end for the semi yeah. so it's not like we need to be in one particular end for you know your superstitions for example I don't, think, I don't think anyone mentioned ends, but you know, that's why You've got your luck. <laughs> you're obsessed with ends for some reason. You always bring around to ends. I don't know why. Since you moved to Cheshire, it's just all ends, ends, ends. You know. But no, you're right, because it's just that's a corollary of the fact that we've played at Wembley a few times, and it is, it is kind of nice that we've won at different ends. But the kit thing is very important, I think. Mm-hmm. It's just a little, it gave us a little psychological boost. Oh, you know. yeah. But not really the player. Oh, totally no, not the player, no. I think. You know what? Thinking about obviously, I'm more than happy to be playing in a home kit. But if we had to play in the white kit and the away kit, yeah. then we would have done it, and hopefully the same and outcome. Talking to Pods, the when we lost the replay of the ninety oh. cup yeah. final, because we did lose it. I know we don't remember losing, but we did. The, that, the, I don't think the players liked that yellow and black shirt, mm, and the fans didn't. Like so, so the kit was relevant then. Mm. But that was weird because that was a one-off. Yeah. Was like, that was a kit made for one game. I don't know how it happened. How did they didn't, make didn't, it? Didn't Jeff Thomas design that? Well, everyone was blaming Steve Koppel blamed obviously Jeff if, Thomas. Jeff Thomas blamed Steve if Koppel. We'd have won the, if we'd have won the replay, that kit would have maybe carried It would have been iconic, season, wouldn't it? Yeah. It would have been the greatest kit we've ever had. I think it was a Ron Nodes gamble that we were winning. Very with but it's definitely yeah. odd in a, in a massive game oh, to yeah. have a brand new kit no one's ever played. You think just psychologically, you need to know your. Your well, teammates it's like, it's palace, like when you go and meet your girlfriend or your wife to go out for the evening and both. she's wearing a wig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's different. That freaks you out. It's the same person. Yeah, on a favourite. I think maybe she's trying to run away from me. I don't know. Or disguise herself. Or disguise herself. I don't she know. probably feels the same way about your ginger wig. And it's not ginger, it's Viking gold, Kevin. <laughs> I know that. I've got Viking gold hair, you know that. <laughs> okay, yeah. I think that's a good part to end part one on. <laughs> Yeah, when we start brought it down to a yeah. terrible level. When we start bickering, it's always a good time to know. In part two, we've got questions from our listeners for Steve and Mele, and some for yeah. us as well. Yeah. for me. Hopefully. And yeah. so, join us after the break. Right. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. 
Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Hello and welcome back to the five-year plan FA Cup final podcast. Sponsored by Vector Printing for all your print and embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk and that's Vector with a K. K. Correct. And JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com. I will. Oh, very nice. Sexy radio voice. Well, he's growling again. Okay. Right, uh, part two is always question time, and we've got a lot of questions uh, for Mele and Steve. Um, a lot of them were themed around the beard. <laughs> oh, so, thank you. Which one? So, <laughs> fortunately, Steve, Mele's beard. There you go, Steve. There you go. Nice. Uh, I thought I'd just get them out of the way, get the beard ones uh, out of the way. So the first one's from Carl Mortimer. Hi, Carl. Hi, Carl. Oh, Carl. He says, can you ask Mele who copied who with the beard? Did he copy Joe or vice versa? Neither, I think. I think we just grew it at different times there. Yeah. A little bit coincidental. I shaved mine. I had it and then I shaved it because um, <laughs> I had to get <laughs> I had to get a, a new visa <laughs> to stay. <laughs> <laughs> so I shaved it. And then I and then it grew back over once I uh, yeah, once I got back from the Asian Cup it, it sort of grew back and then I've kept it since. So. But Joe, yeah, he's He's got some nice growth there, that's for sure. Who, uh, what are your plans for it? Keep it? Yeah, keep it for now, why not? Um, <laughs> haven't been told to shave it by <laughs> my other half, so she's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll keep it for now, even though my kids are on me all the time. No, we don't want you with a beard, but it's, um, no, it's staying for now. So the next question is from Matt Philip Harris. Hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. And he says... Jedi, if you knew shaving the beard off would guarantee us winning the <laughs> FA Cup, would you do it? Um, if Say it, yes. If it meant guaranteeing the FA Cup, then yeah, of course I'd do it. What's, it's a silly question. But <laughs> it's not. It's it not. Uh, it's not. <laughs> we know we all know that's not it. So <laughs> let's hope the beard stays and, and we get the FA Cup. If you could fill the FA Cup with beard. That'd be great. Shave it off shave into, it off. into the <laughs> FA Cup. You can't do that because I've got a problem with that because if we win the FA Cup, I'm putting some very expensive wine in it. <laughs> really? I don't, I don't want any beard hair. Yeah. Yeah. Which one's that? We'd all drink it. Roson Segler, Chateau Roson Segler, 1990. Oh, oh, I have a contractual obligation with Mr. Delaney that uh, there'll, there'll be some 1990 in the FA Cup. Okay, Steve, we have actually had a question about your beard. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a first. Are you ready for this? It's yeah. from Ben Allen. Hello, Ben. From Ben Brown. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> Dad, can you show it off, please? He's, uh, he wants to sort of know what was behind it, and his question is, with extra time on his hands, has Steve B, B. grown his beard to take on work as a Brian Blessed impersonator? <laughs> Gordon's alive. No, I, can't, I, can't, I haven't got the D voice for that. Okay, what's the extra time on my hands? What, what, what's, the, what's this extra time? I, I don't know. Um, Maybe on Saturday. Yeah. No. Um, no. It's just that I'm getting old and uh, sort of covering up my chins and things like that. 
It looks, it looks lovely. Well, the thing is, if you uncover your chins, you get called Roger Melly by uh, co-owners of the football club. So. <laughs> <laughs> you did look like Roger Melly. It's a bit of an in joke there. This is. <laughs> Uh, at the uh, the players, what is it? The, the players award. Player, player of the year. The player of the year. Potty. Um, yeah, there was a really dodgy photographer. Um, <laughs> Kevin, who is on the pod, who you, if you look on uh, online and see pictures of him, he looks a little bit like Roger Melly. One photograph. One photograph. Yeah, yeah he obviously he's like defensive there. <laughs> great God. Yeah. Great God. Yeah. <laughs> Roger Melly wrote in and has complained about that. Next question is from <laughs> Rob Morga, I think. Hi, Rob. Hi, Rob. Uh, Mele, what's the difference in pre match preparation between league and cup? If any. <laughs> no, there no. is none. No, there, you know, it's. It sounds weird. I've you know I got asked a question today about you know contrasting form cup and league. Um, you know, it's it's been hard to put a put one. It's been hard to put your finger on exactly how why it's been so contrasting. But in terms of preparation and the way we um, went into every game, it was always the same. Maybe knowing that you know it was a cup game and not three points at stake might have had a something to do with it but as far as individual preparations and team preparations it's it's been pretty much the same way and I don't think it'll change uh, this week that's for sure with the with the, the the 14 game winless run that we went on was there any How concern? Many? <laughs> <laughs> that's not right I think that's I think, yeah. was there any concern with what, what, what no, concerns, no, or, or, or was there kind of a uh, thinking that it, it will turn around at some point um, I think anyone who knows, I don't know, what did you, what did you got? I would love to hear what you guys thought at this, during this time. Like, well, initially, <laughs> we thought it was quite funny, to be honest, because it was, came out of the blue. But the, mm. the problem was, the odd thing was, that apart from, I think, Villa away, and maybe Bournemouth, there was never a game that you thought we played badly. It, it's you know, even the Liverpool game for the first hour we were the better team so it just seemed we did have a lot of bad luck well, no, we I, did. I know you shouldn't talk about bad luck but we, no we did with players out and with refereeing decisions and all sorts of stuff but it never felt like we were on a bad run weirdly enough I well because we had those cup games included yeah. Yeah. I mean everyone talks about that bad run but I don't see why you have to take out the FA Cup games no, no that's true no, yeah, it's yeah, Crystal Palace yeah. playing yeah. big teams yeah. Yeah. you know why, why are those games not counted but even, the, even the Tottenham game I mean we could have scored Three or four in the home game against Tottenham. We hit the bar twice. We were on the front foot the whole, yeah. the whole Liv- way through. And Liverpool, that, that penalty at the end was oh, just. And we yeah, were the better for the first hour. Yeah, for the first hour, we were much the better team. It's just. There were little, you could see the confidence wasn't as high as it would have been, maybe. But there was. I don't, you know, of course, you, you do get concerned because the league table doesn't lie but it wasn't like we weren't we were never Villa we were never mm. it didn't mm, it was no. never cat- catastrophic because we was we were playing well we never there was never any lack of commitment or energy or enthusiasm it's quite clear no. they were still playing for the manager but I, thought, just, I thought Villa away was the only game that, yeah, that, just, was, yeah. that didn't, didn't go well did it I didn't play mate the perfect answer I still take responsibility for it obviously but I think, I think in all, no, in all honesty, I think you know. Coming back to the question, I think um, <laughs> I really do think that uh, anyone that sort of knows us as a group and knows, you know, you, you, you all everyone touched on it about not being overly concerned, um, and we as a playing group, I never once thought that 
we're not going to not win a game. Yeah. We're not going to get out of this right. Knowing me, knowing who I've got around me in the changing room um, and how hard we were working yeah. to try and fix it, um, you just knew it was going to turn. Uh, did we want it to go on for 14 games? No, no one ever wants to go on a run <laughs> yeah. like that. And, you know, that's especially after putting ourselves in, a, in such a good position in the, at the halfway mark. But um, you always knew that we'd have enough and enough strong characters and belief to just it might not be it may have not been the prettiest but we would you know I'll, I'll say it and I'll say it as the way it was you grind your way and you and you grind out victories and you grind out results whether they be draws to stop to stop the rot yeah. and uh, you know it took people understanding that and, and rolling their sleeves up and, and doing that on countless occasions coming up short but then going again and doing it the next week and, and you know psychologically I don't know maybe some of the maybe people were feeling a bit down but I was always one and I know a lot of other guys with me in that change room and, and most of us were like well the only ones who are going to make it right is yeah. what we do and we need to stay positive there's nothing to we shouldn't be you know the alarm bell shouldn't be ringing um, we've been you know i I don't think we've been on a 14 game run but we've been in some bad positions before yeah. in the league um, maybe having the first half of the season behind us and knowing that the expectations um, the, uh, the, obviously the expectations yeah. change but having the first half of the season and doing so well and having a little blip um, along the way you knew we'd be alright because yeah. we'd done it before yeah. um, I think if it were the other way around then it's a little bit different, yeah. like we had done in the in the yeah. past few seasons. So, you know, it was nothing that I hadn't seen before, yeah. um, being involved with the football club. But again, nothing that anybody shied away from during that time. I think that's why the uh, punches reaction and the other players' reaction to his goal at Norwich against Norwich yeah. was so important because if there was never any doubt, but every single Palace fan realised then. How, that it meant as much to the players as it did to the to the fans. It, it wasn't just a job for you; that you were aware of what had gone on, and that there was that big release of emotion for the players. I ran the other yeah. way because I, <laughs> I don't celebrate. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I tend to. I was close, but I did. I tend to save my energy and go the other way. But it was lovely. Like again, it was it was it was nice to see that. Obviously, seeing all the footage and yeah. stuff after. But you know, even just in that game, the. You know, obviously it was a tense day and we all knew it was a tense day and it was going to be like that but you know everyone sort of keep their emotions in check um, you know we're playing at home we're playing in do you think that's part of your yeah. job though to keep your emotions in check you have to you have to you are a leader Melo. you're the leader you've got to you gotta keep your emotions well you've got to you've got to um, you got to see the game through. Yeah, course, yeah. uh, we got one nil up. I don't even. I can't remember when we scored. It was at the seventieth minute or no, earlier, no. a little bit earlier. No, no, it was. We were sixtieth, sixty, sixty-third. Stats were over there. So, so and there's still a lot of football to be played. No, but I mean, the fact yeah. is that he, you know, we're emotional as fans. Oh yeah, the players are emotional. Oh look, the there's, players, a, there's a lot. No, of, but, but that's a, one of the reasons why you have got to be there. People there's like a lot. Of, yeah, but it doesn't mean that. <laughs> I wasn't celebrating. No, 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 yeah, no, 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 no But it's like it's, it's, I remember. That. I remember what saying. What I'm saying is that it's good that you have that thing. Where yeah, and like, that's you get that from experience, though. And course, yeah. I remember, you know, I remember 
another incident where going back to the playoff final mm. and you know the moment when we should be all celebrating when Kev Phillips scores that goal it's stupid on, it looks <laughs> stupid back on the tapes I remember everyone celebrating and I'm there barking out listen we've got to see this out I don't care what we have to see this out it's, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's the way it goes but that's natural to you isn't it well that's something it's that, just something Kev talked about earlier on does it and I think for you it comes natural to you because you know you, you know with your own experiences that you know when you've had such a big high and such a let out of emotion yeah, yeah, yeah. you're more vulnerable in the next yeah, few minutes absolutely, yeah. and it happens yeah, countless it times throughout yeah. the season but um, you know it's they always say and you learn from you learn from people is that when you do get such a big high release of emotion um, you've got to try and not curb it or stem it it's it's Using it in the right way for the next little period. Concentrate, concentrate. Yeah, just keep concentration, concentration is keep oh, concentration it's key. And keep on the job. Keep on the job. Of, of, obviously, yeah. Which is what we shout at you. <laughs> not, not just at you. Well, I'm hearing all it, of you. Yeah, I'm hearing <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. We all do, um, but, but I'm sure you all shout at each other. But it was, and, and it was. To be fair, we shouted at James on the pod as well. <laughs> yeah, most. Quite a lot. Where's the next question? What's that? Well, I was just thinking. We were talking about the run from the start of the season there, and obviously it's been a crazy season with, with Leicester winning the title as well, and kind of, sort of blowing that wide open. With Leicester's success, has that kind of made you, as a player or the group of the players, think, "Well, hang on a minute, Leicester can do it. Why can't? Why can't we?" Yeah, obviously you've got to take heart from that. I think everybody in the country takes heart from what Leicester's done. Um, I think you guys, as big Palace fans, would take heart from that. You know, it's, it's people saying it's the year of the underdog and that, and why not use that as a, something like that as mo- motivation? And you know, it's been a funny old league this year, and literally, apart from them, who were by far, you know, the result-wise, the best team. Uh, it was near enough anyone could beat anyone on any given yeah. day and uh, that's why over here it's it's the most celebrated league and people love and the audience is such so big globally and and rightly so um, and uh, you know you will use that I think of course on, uh, on for Saturday's game which is again a one-off as fans we sometimes struggle to separate out the performances from the results we'll sometimes get to the end of a match in which teams play badly but have won and only focus on the fact that it's a one how do you on a Monday when you go back into the training ground know that the performance has been great but the result hasn't quite gone the way that you wanted how do you focus on just focusing on those you yeah I think you know when you play when you play so many games throughout the year you're gonna you're never gonna not every, not every week you're gonna have the, the perfect game um, any individual or as a team so it's always important to highlight your positives um, but it's also important to you know, work on what didn't go so well and uh, you know being able to take psychologically the criticisms and come back and back it up again and pick yourself up, dust yourself off and go again and, and, and try and put in another top performance and and if it doesn't go well again, then, then try again if you get given the opportunity. Um, and that's the way I've treated not only this season, but you know throughout your football career because you know that it can be taken away from you at any point. So um, it's, it's, it can be difficult. Some players react and respond in different ways and uh, 
some like the adversity, some not so much, but you know, we're here as a team and we're here to help each other and pull each other through sometimes as well. And uh, I think this season, um, you know, we've had that as well. And uh, you know, it should be a credit to, to us as a, as a group for, for, for helping each other so much and getting each other over the line in the end. Okay, the next question is for Steve. It's from John Dodds. Hi, John. Oh, Dodsey. Good old Dodsey. He says, uh, how different does it feel to be at Wembley as an owner and supporter rather than just one of the Red and Blue Army? Uh, oh, not much. I mean, I'm, I'm going in the away end. I'm not, I'm not going in the rural box. In the away end? The away end. The palace end. Yeah, it's not an away game, is it? I keep thinking it's an away game. Uh, no, I'd like to think I've always had my fan hat on more than I've had my owner hat on. Yeah. Uh, and um, it's much better being with the fans. I mean, people think, oh, aren't you lucky going in the director's box? But you're not. You have to put a tie on. <laughs> you have to behave yourself. <laughs> you can't have all, all your mates and all the kids with you because they're not allowed enough tickets. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely I'm going as a fan. And uh, I mean, obviously, we talked earlier about the playoff. As an owner, that was massive because financially, that meant that the four of us weren't personally yeah. putting in money every year. Yeah. So it was huge. Whereas this doesn't matter financially so much. But as a fan, this is this is, this is one of the biggest yeah. days of my life, of and is, yeah. and and I want to be there with my kids and my, my mates, and uh, and you will be, and I will be, and I'll be enjoying it as a fan definitely. But you must be you must be proud though that people identify you with the club so much, aren't you? Yeah, I think I'm proud, proud of all four of us. You know that all you know all four of us came along when when the club was was definitely going bust, uh, and that's something that I'm sure all four of us will be proud of forever that, yeah. that we we helped to save the club. But uh, you know, I, I always say that if other Palace fans had the financial wherewithal, they'd have done the same thing. Yeah. Just we were uh, able to do it. Well, Wesley, we are saving up the money as a pod to... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, we, we've got two sponsors these days. Yeah, if so vector up the money a little bit, we will be trying yeah. to buy you out. Oh, <laughs> we'll be renegotiating. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give you Josh and David's uh, numbers. <laughs> uh, yeah. Next question's from Jerry Murphy's Fringe. My favourite player, my favourite Fringe. Uh, you may not know about Jerry Murphy, Melee, but he's uh, underestimated by some Palace fans. He's my favourite player from the 80s. Okay. Yeah, but we, were, we were crap in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> he was single-handedly the laziest player I've ever seen. But when he wasn't being lazy, he was just the perfect. He never moved from a sort of ten-yard centre circle bit, but he was the best. Pass. <laughs> he was the best pass with the ball at Palace. He was just, and he was a proper, a proper mod fringe. And look him up, Google him. All right. Here's so I'll ask a question first. Really impressed when you do. Ask a question. Ask a question. I'll ask it. Both how he asks it in a slightly less loaded way. Some people think the role of team captain is old-fashioned. What do you think, Melee? Or to put it a slightly different way, what does being a captain mean? Um, good question. Have you, have you played in a team when you weren't the captain? Yeah, yeah, many a time. Um, were you the captain? Of, no, when you came to Palace, were you, you weren't captain straight away. No, suppose, were you? Who was no, it? it was Paddy. Paddy. But um, I think... And you know it's the the role of you say Captain the role of being a leader or the role of um, being in a leadership role within a group of people. You know you 
you know that what that entails and what that what you're going to need to do. Obviously, you know my roles within the Palace group and how I've been captain here and my role within the how I'm captain at the national team slightly they vary slightly. Obviously, you don't have so many nationalities and stuff when you go play um, in the national team, so it becomes a little bit more trickier. Um, but I think one of the 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 best things I can say is that I've had the and I have the respect of all of my teammates and I've got the respect not because I've asked for it but I've earned it through yeah. my the way I conduct myself um, you know on that training ground mm. and you know on that pitch on a Saturday you know if given that opportunity um, and you know and I think all the boys will know that you know, when push comes to shove that I'll be there backing and no matter what um, you know whether it be as a captain or a fellow teammate it's it, it doesn't really matter you know captain your club team captain your national team doesn't get much better does it I mean come on no it doesn't no, come on right. it doesn't no, get much better right. than that no, man. you are right you yeah, captain your yeah. club and captain your national team that's right. amazing no, it's, it's, that's amazing it's, come on man it's, 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 I'm proud of you yeah, I'm 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 absolutely honoured yeah, to have both on, roles. Man, you and uh, respect, man. Give me five. <laughs> Give me five for that one. <laughs> it's a um, it's a it's a you know it is a big it's a big deal. Um, I, I, I don't I don't uh, definitely don't take it lightly. But it's no. I know it's a it's a big it's a big deal, and will probably be even a even a bigger deal when when Saturday comes around. Okay, the next question is from Peter Hostakny. Hi, Peter. He says, uh, Mille is a great penalty taker. What is the secret? Apart from obviously scoring. <laughs> no, he answered it for me. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I think just from experience, knowing, you know, taking penalties in the heat of the moment and on you know, relatively big stages um, I, th- I say that I say you know having a clear mind and you know I mentioned to you guys before about having a, uh, a stadium full of screaming fans but not hearing too many yeah. things it's just maintaining that focus and uh, basically seeing where you're going to Seeing, seeing where you're going to hit, visualize where the ball's going to go, and try and hit it hard enough so that even if he goes the right way, he doesn't get a finger on it. Or if he does, he's putting it in the back of the net. So. <laughs> who, who decides during a game who who takes them? Um, Do you, as captain, get the call? No, I don't, as captain. Either. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we've had a, we've had a, a system this year, and. Uh, yeah, you you go by it and, and you respect it and you hope that every penalty you get we score. Because you've never missed one for Palace, have you? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, match goes, the match goes to penalties, I guess, does it? It must do. It must do. We're not on a replay yet. We're not at home to the penalty. No, no, no. We've done a... During the build-up of the so the semi, you mentioned, gone, you yeah. mentioned earlier the yeah. semi. Um, yeah. Bizarrely enough, the whole week was centered around 
a penalty shootout. Oh, really? Wow. And the mindset wow. of a penalty shootout. And uh, so there's obviously you and Johan, are, you know, top penalty takers. But is is everybody else comfortable? You'd be surprised that you've got a you know you've got a good group that can that are comfortable taking them. Now yeah. I say comfortable training ground. Mm. <laughs> it's a bit different. But you know what? That's you know, it's not for me to judge. Um, you've got to be put into that situation, and uh, you know, being being around the guys and, and 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 knowing them, I like to think that a lot of them can handle themselves in that sort of situation. Yeah, it won't, won't come to that. Who's the best penalty taker you play with? Doesn't matter. Apart from yourself. Um, ooh. What Palace or any? And anywhere, and anywhere. Yeah. Tim Cahill took a mean penalty. He must have played with it. Didn't he? I take him ahead of him, mate. Bill Wall, is he's Bill Wall? No, actually, uh, one of the one of the guys from the national, Luke Wilshire, used to take a good penalty. Yeah, he he rarely missed. Um, I can still see Kevin Phillips one at Wembley. Yeah, yeah, Kev was Kev was Kev. I won't say Glenn Murray because he missed quite a few. (laughs) (laughs) Even though they were all for hat trick balls, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But um, no, Kev, Kev, obviously that. That penalty is the one, isn't it? That yeah. sticks out yeah. You know, yeah. for for us as for me as a teammate and and you guys as fans. That's that's the one under, yeah. on such a big stage with so much at stake, extra time. The keeper did go the right did way, yeah. 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 but and it's good. that about you know making sure you hit it where you can't get it and hitting it hard enough. So if he does go the yeah. right way, it beats him. Yeah. Next question is for Steve, and it's from Delirious Dave. Like oh, the, the, the question's a little bit more cogent, thankfully. Are we close to seeing any proposed plans for rebuilding the ground? Uh, Steve is uh, Steve Parrish is, is working on that. Um, there's uh, there's things that need to be sorted out. Um, I think as people know, we, we have to talk to Sainsbury's because they own the car park and they own the bit next to the Whitehorse Lane end. So um, he's talking to them and. Uh, I think he's hoping to be able to announce something this summer. Okay. Cool. I'm, not, I'm not saying it's going to start. I don't think it's going to start this summer, but I think he's hoping to announce it, perhaps show some plans. But he, he's he's definitely spending a lot of time on it. Okay. It is a plan. Josh and David are totally signed up to to to, to paying for and building a new main stand. Speaking um, of Josh, our next question is from Joshua. Oh my, Josh, shut up. <laughs> uh, this one's for me, late. Who me, late? If you did vote, or if you didn't vote, who would you have voted for? For Player of the Year and Goal of the Season. For Player of the Year and Goal of the Season. You've got to exclude yourself, obviously, because that would just be a little bit biased. Oh, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> um, I think I think the one, I think the award, obviously, um, yeah, Player of the Year was was a tough one. I think uh, you know Wilfred, fantastic season. I would it, I would have had a I would have had a three horse race to be honest. Probably out of him, uh, Yannick and uh, Scotty. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's just. Dan, I think I'm not going to say one. I mean, Dan, I, I think is, I think I think Scott Dan for me was. I don't know. But it's interesting that the players. I think the Scott Dan and the fans went for Wilf. Is that interesting though? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When you're the only one sober left on the pod, yes, because I thought I thought Scott Dan had a massive chance of winning the the main the 
the, the first prize, but as it turned out, no. Well, he, apparently it was a very close fight, so he might have been. Uh, yeah, one right, we don't know. Okay. But obviously, but obviously, you, but play, but players judge. You know, you see, you see them close up week in week. Well, I said, I, I, you know, we done the players' player. It was the first time we got asked to do it, and I don't know how close that vote was, but I'm pretty sure it was the unanimous decision. Uh, but um, it's not to take anything away from what Wilfred did this year. Yeah. I mean, that's, I that's, that's he's a he's a you know a rightful winner and a, and a and as far as your goal goes. Well, we all know the best goal. Chungi was the best yeah. goal by far. Yeah. For, some, for, some, for some reason, that didn't... Well, but then you... I don't know why that Yeah, but then you... Well, then what, 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 what... It was obviously an emotional decision because of what that goal meant. For, you know, yeah. the punch and goal yeah. meant. Oh, the punch and goal was amazing. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, in that sense... And it turned... It, turned, it, it, it stopped it, the run. You know what I mean? Exactly. 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 And, and, and he actually turned the season around. So and he's one of our own. If the players had and he's one of our own, Stephen. If the players had any sense of mischief, you'd have all voted for Chung to win... Player of the Year, just to see, <laughs> just to see Alan's face as he walked up to get <laughs> But it's uh, yeah. you know that's that's these those. Uh, Do players take one. these things seriously? By the way, at clubs are players pleased when they get nominated for these things or win fan well, votes? Well, or? Well, of course you should. Yeah, of course you should. Do. You they won it. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Did, yeah, so uh, oh, I don't, the goal of the Didn't you win goal of the season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, goal of the season. Liverpool, yeah. 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 So, uh, no, it's oh, it's always nice to be acknowledged like that. Yeah, um, yeah it was an interesting venue this year, i was got to say, but um, yeah. it went it went relatively smooth, I thought. Yeah, that's not... Apart from the that's a different compares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of whom was paid in popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, right, uh, that's it. Thank you very much for your questions, listeners. There were some good ones. Uh, apologies, we couldn't uh, read them all out, but uh, thanks for sending them in. Um, and that's it for part two. So join us after the break in part three. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Hello and welcome back to the final part of this week's FIP podcast, the FA Cup final podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, sponsored by uh, Vect Printing for all your print embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk and that's Vector with Correct. And JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com. I will! <laughs> nice! <laughs> another mic gone. Um, I will! Okay, so it's the final part of the pod. I will, I really will. Yeah, I get it, I get it. You're going to do it. I get Are you it. enjoying my wine then? This? I love your wine, Steve. Um, Fantastic. <laughs> can we do it? Can we do every? Can I just say, can we do every podcast around at Steve's house? I don't think Steve wants us round every week. No, he loves Steve He's my best mate. <laughs> He's my new best mate, Steve. He's so lucky to have you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not so much the wine, it's the five pints of lager pre-wine. That... Okay. The five pints of enthusiasm, I beg your pardon. Okay, so uh, we've had a bit of a substitution 
for the pod. Yes, we have. Melee off. A palace legend is gone. Standing in my shadow. has gone because he's got, he's got training in the morning, so he needs to obviously uh, go to bed. We've replaced him with a Man United fan. With a caveat that he's actually from Manchester. Hey. Oh, wow. Uh, and that is Ashley Margolis. Yes. How are you, my friend? Very good. I feel very like intimidated. Not because of, of you lot. I think it's because of that I'm being sort of re- I've been have replaced Mila, which yeah. is just ridiculous. Yeah. Unfortunately, you haven't got anywhere near the beard. The beard. No, it I did have the other week, but it's gone now. Bad timing. Oh, was that for a bad part? And uh, no. Just oh. because of lazy. <laughs> <laughs> now um, we've been told that uh, you're a Man United fan, but you actually want Palace to win on Saturday. Well, n- well I don't know. No, you can't ask him to say can't that out say loud. Can't say that out loud. Well, no, it's there's reasons. There's reasons. There's reasons why. But I think ultimately, I want United to win. But the only oh, saying this out loud is bad. Well, no, it's not actually. The only reason I'd want Palace to win is because it would give United more reason to sack. LVG, mm-hmm. in my opinion, um, which is a big comment. Who do you want in? Who do I want in? Yeah, I, I think Mourinho because I think that he's our only chance at the minute of getting trophies. So what's the most important? Poch isn't going to come though. Because if, if Mourinho comes in, he will probably win you a trophy and then disappear after two years. To an outsider, LVG. I mean, he's brought young players in. He has, but I, I feel like he's had to do that. I think he's been. Uh, right, I think it's uh, been a, a thing that the club have kind of made him do because his statistically, we don't play nice football. I don't think we play very good football anymore. Hmm. And he's, you know, he makes. He's made a few comments that, to me, are quite harsh, saying, you know, like that we shouldn't. That our expectations are too high, and I think yeah, that yeah, that yeah. is, you know, not right for United. I think you should lower your expectations. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> those days are over. I don't think they If you want another glass of wine, you'll lower your expectations, mate. <laughs> well, how do you, how do you not. Still, but the thing is, United are, whether we like it or not, United are still one of the. Even in terms of brand, they are one of the biggest clubs in the world, aren't yeah. they? There's no doubt about it. In terms of yeah. global support, global popularity, as we've seen with their. I think Leeds, Leeds United used to be, didn't they? No, I don't think ever. <laughs> I mean, you know, Man United are up there with Real Madrid and Barcelona. I mean, yeah. we just see with their recent financial figures, it's like they shouldn't be scrapping around to get no, the Euro to get league. fourth, yeah. to get fourth spot. I think it's it's funny no. to get it on. <laughs> it shouldn't be happening. It's funny the Arsenal fans are oh. very very critical of Wenger, and uh, and he delivers Champions League football every year, and that's apparently not good enough. Well, runners up in the Premier League, their best yeah. performance for quite some time mm. above Tottenham, but still not good enough. For no, a lot of, it's amazing, isn't it? But the trouble with Man United, surely, is that any manager who's not Ferguson is going to be. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a, that'll be a problem because he was there for so long and his reign was so consistent with trophies. But I think. What we've what we've done is we've taken two backward steps, and now with City getting Pep and yeah. Conte coming in, and Poch is doing well at Spurs, I think United need a manager that's going to win them trophies, and I don't think LVG is the man. So you'd be, happy, you'd be happy to have a manager like Mourinho who brings. Who yeah, I think it's our only game. chance of getting trophies. I'd love I'd love Giggsy to come in, but I don't think he's been under the right. I know he's been under Ferguson for so long, but I don't think as a coach. Well, he's been under. Ashley, how are Man United fans feeling about the final on Saturday? Because obviously they're going to be favourites, but are they worried about playing Palace? 
Um, I think probably not. I think. Come on, wrong answer. Wrong answer. Famous last words. I think the no. I think our main issue is the the Bournemouth game getting cancelled is kind of going to knock us off sync a bit with the fact that we're not going to have a full week. Uh, are you not going to play a weekend oh, team in there? We are, isn't it? Yeah. What against Bournemouth? You imagine so. Um, like yeah, Palace. Probably. We've got you know unless we're going to win nineteen <laughs> nil, we're not getting Champions League. So is there I nothing so. to play for in that game? Then? Uh, well, no, I think there is because at the minute Southampton are ahead of us. I think. I think we're sixth now. So mm. I think yeah. it's still. Yeah. I think it's still. It depends whether you go in the straight to the group stages or you have to yeah. pre-qualify. Yeah. Then if you win the FA Cup, if we win the FA Cup, in. then it's yeah. straight in. But well, I, well, same with us. The big same with us. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, d- I don't really know if you know our weakened side has kind of it's been changing all the time. Is anyway, your weakened so. side any better than your actual side? <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I don't know what our weakened side is. <laughs> it's been so it's been changing all the time. So how do you I feel mean, about a Rooney playing where he's been playing rather than because clearly he seems to want to play as the, the focal point of the attack? But yeah, I think he's I think he's I think he's not going to get much. I think he's still a great striker, but I think when Rashford and Martial are playing so well, I think he's not going to get a look in. And I think he, he is a better distributor of the ball for us because our midfield slightly lacks that sort of quality to sort of, you know, the old skulls type getting the ball forward. So I think Rooney would, you know, is great for that. So I think I, I like him playing in midfield. And Fellaini? Actually. How do you feel about Fellaini? Fellaini... He's uh, probably my favourite boxer. <laughs> I remember, I remember, I remember, I remember being at Old Trafford when uh, when Palace played uh, United at Old Trafford a couple of seasons ago. It was Fellaini's first game, yeah, and he came on as a sub. And I always remember the Palace fans who was a scouser in the wig, <laughs> <laughs> and they sang it out. But it was my you. favourite. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for the podcast. It's been great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll see you next week. But you, you are taking the piss out of a bloke who with a big, big curly head. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. 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 I am. I feel yeah, like Steve. I, I am. Yeah. I feel like he's allowed to do it. Steve. Can you elaborate on that for the people who are listening on the radio? <laughs> you know, the thing with uh, Mourinho as well is that to outsiders it seems that Ferguson and probably Bobby Charlton don't want Mourinho at the club. Is there an issue? Do, do those two seem to have a massive amount of influence? I think... Still. I mean, I hope so. I, I, think, I think, yes, they do, probably. Um, I can understand why... Um, I, th- I think if they were going to give him the job, they would have done already. Well, that's he's been out. Of, he's been out. You know, they've had ample opportunity to do it. Well, that's why and I, I just think Van Gaal is going to stay. But that's why if I, was a, if I was a Man U fan and I did want Van Gaal, I'd be slightly worried that he hadn't already been. Unless they've sort of because it went tits up for Man City when they got rid of Pellegrini mid-season. Mm. So unless they're thinking that we can't just do the same thing to Louis Van Gaal, but maybe I just think that they've you know it like with the Sanchez stuff that you know there's talk of the fact that he's sort of he made them pull out of that deal. Yeah. You know, it makes me think. Well, then he's, you know, if he's dictating transfers for the, you know, summer, he's staying. Well, he's also apparently dictated the the training schedule and the mm. pre-season schedule. The so, tour, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are there any Man United fans are on his side? I think there probably are. I mean, I just, I just think that our football isn't as good as it was, and I think it's it's slightly better than Moyes. You know, when he that's, took that's over. That's, Blimey. That's dabbing with fake friends. <laughs> slightly better with Moyes. It just, no, it's slightly better than Moyes. Yeah. But I just think that his football is boring to watch and mm. we're not very 
good at attacking. You know, without Martial and Rashford coming in this season, place, we'd yeah, kind yeah. of. The only thing that the only thing that worries me about that is this. It feels like there's similarities to the 1990 final when obviously Ferguson hadn't won anything yeah. yet. I'm a bit under pressure. There were lots of rumours that he was about to get sacked. Yeah. Well, exactly, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I feel yeah. like there's similarities in him and LVG a little bit. You know, and maybe. Well, I hope it doesn't go the same way. I hope obviously. Well, I think Ferguson was under more pressure back then. Yeah, definitely. Going holies now, because back, it was different back then. Because managers, they weren't sacked as willy nilly as they were now. Ferguson got bought in with a massive reputation that just didn't work for him at all. Mm. And we all feel that responsibility that if we had probably won the FA Cup final, United would have disappeared into obscurity and Liverpool would have won and everything. So we're well, they might this year. Uh, no, yeah, no, yeah. we're not going. Is this a big game for United? I think, I think it's a big it, game for you. I mean, the yeah, FA Cup. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this, we've not been in this, the FA Cup final game. for 14 years. I think it is. 14? Really? Is it? Really? Really? Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. Is there a lot of pressure on United to win it? No, haven't won it since 2004. Not won it since 2004. United fans and the club is this is a big game for them or is it just like oh, it's another no game. it's a game that we should be in I think it's this is the one game of the season that we should be in for sure right. that we should be challenging for cups and you know if it's the FA Cup we should be challenging for the league we should have been challenging for the Europa you know this year and stuff but I, I think um, it is a big game I think because as well It'll tie. Well, it tires with Arsenal. I think it'll tires with Arsenal, yeah. won't it? For twelve FA Cups, I think in total, have they got twelve and we've got eleven? Something like uh, that. You know what? I think it's something like that. You know what? I've absolutely no idea. <laughs> I think it you is. You know what? I don't even care. I think we've got eleven FA Cups. We've so got I think none. If we get it. So I, I think care. it'll be great. It'll be good. Can it's I ask Ashley like a question? Yeah, Chris. Yes, yes. Ashley, Chris, as a Man United fan, what do you know about Palace? Um, you're. Where are you in the league? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not, not much. <laughs> not much. Like, what do the non-palace Similarly mid-table like United, United, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I give you one bit of advice? You don't mention Cantona. Oh, yeah. I'm just letting you know not to mention Cantona. When? What were you born? 93, I was born. Uh, you were born in 93? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you've got homework to do. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you don't be home, like studying. <laughs> studying. No, are, there, no. are, there, are there players at Palace that have now that you think could threaten? But like, where, where do you think Palace can hurt United? And who Zaha. could do it? Zaha. Yeah, Obviously Zaha. Of pace. Course, Zaha, yeah. You've got pace in your team. And I think, I think, can you win? Wings. <laughs> um, and you know I think we've got quite a few sort of slower players mm. <laughs> can you name them for us please <laughs> I, I don't want to do it we have a score flash coming through from I'd just like to pass on my commiserations to the entire south coast yeah I mean, I feel Brighton are in right the championship next What's season, everyone. Brighton, had they had they played in the season we went up, would have won the league. Oh, the, but have failed to go up. Only lost, oh, four, only so lost four games all season. Only so lost four games all season. Is that confirmed? Is that confirmed? Is that confirmed? Is that confirmed? What's the score? One one. <laughs> so that means did Barry Bannon score? Barry Bannon did not score. Oh. But Barry Bannon played. So Brighton he was lost to the semi, the second leg. So Brighton are not going up to Premier League. Fantastic, there you go. What a shame. (laughs) In the way that we're probably too obsessed with Brighton, are Man United still too obsessed with Liverpool? Um, what as a fan I would say yeah, I'm on a WhatsApp group with some United fans and yeah. they're obsessed yeah, with, with Liverpool Liverpool more so than City yeah. 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 yeah 
Yeah. I mean, like my auntie's like a diehard red, and she'll and she'll say that she won't. Um, if she's doing like fancy league, supports Liverpool. No, she supports United. <laughs> Come on! If she's doing fancy league, she won't have any 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 she's Liverpool players. She's a communist, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like uh, communist Liverpool support. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we. No, I don't like Liverpool. They've got a good manager, though, and they'll do well. So, so what's going to happen on Saturday when you lose the cup final? How are you going to feel as a club? <laughs> <laughs> Is it all like downhill? What's uh, going to happen? James had to cut BBC. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, what's going to happen when you lose? What, when we lose? I mean, yeah. are we going to lose? I don't think we will. Shut I up. think we'll win. <laughs> How are you going to feel? How am I going to feel? Not like you personally, but you as a club. I don't know. You as a club. We've only just discovered he's 23. Don't bother you. I don't know he is. <laughs> He's a, he doesn't know who you are either. Right, he's a respected guest on our podcast, James. No, I, like that's you that's a lot. I, like, I like you a lot. Oh, thank you. I do thank like you, you a lot. Um, okay, well, we briefly mentioned Wilf Zaha. Wilf Zaha, yeah. Played for United. He did, yeah. Not, do United fans feel that, like that was an opportunity missed or that it just was a flop and didn't, what, didn't yeah, work? Yeah, I just out? think it just didn't work with him. I think he didn't. Yeah, I don't, he didn't play. <laughs> really. I don't know. Moyes just stopped playing him and there was obviously something that just didn't click there. Um, Can you elaborate on that? Well, I don't know. I don't know what was going on. I'm not in the club. Something clicked somewhere. But um, <laughs> I mean, it would be. It would. It would be. Um, what? I don't know that one. Uh, Forty-five. It's in your mind. It would be almost uh, quite sort of poetic, wouldn't it, for for Wilf to get the winner, wouldn't it? I don't know. Not for, I, from Wilf's point of view. I don't know. Just David. Every Palace fan that saw Wilf go to Man United as a positive thing for him and for England. And because, for Palace. And because Man United, because one thing that Steve Barrett and Steve Parrish said was that United were very honourable in their dealings with, with Palace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they let us have him um, yeah. back on loan. Well, it was part of the yeah, deal. Yeah, they they wouldn't have had him otherwise. And we wouldn't have got promoted if we hadn't. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He, yeah, he was but the great, one thing we yeah. didn't know was that. Ferguson was about to leave United because I don't Wilf would have learnt a lot under Ferguson yeah. but Moyes just didn't fancy him as a player no. didn't think he worked hard enough um, but, and also uh, at the same time put too much pressure on him by when he made his debut saying go on and win this the game so it's like but I don't think Wilf would actually feel that he's got that much to prove against United because it's a totally different United management it is, team it's, it's, a di- it's a different team a totally, you know, yeah, he different replaced everyone yeah. I think yeah. you know we Lacking our wingers, I think, yeah. and, that, and that's where he was. You know, he's a strength. So mm. I think, but it is. It's as you say. It's not. The, it's not a Ferguson United. This is a totally different team. So okay. Well, we're hoping for a different result on Saturday mm. from the 1990 Cup final. Uh, but Ashley, thank you very much for coming on right, and giving us the opinion from the other side. We really appreciate it. Um, I hope you have a terrible Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I really never want to see you again. <laughs> Well, okay. I, think, I think you'll probably be fine that's that's just a little bit harsh Steve thank you very much for coming on the board no it's cheers always, always glad to really be on appreciate the it. and uh, Kevin James and Andy thank you very much for uh, being here thank, thank you for hosting you are welcome um, that is the end of our <laughs> FA Cup <laughs> final <laughs> special podcast um, we will be back with you for one more pod at the end of the season after the Cup final uh, but to play us out 
uh, we have now got uh, it's the unofficial but kind of official it's FA official Cup official now isn't it it's, it's basically it's adopted, adopted. It's it's adopted. Yeah, adopted. the FA Cup final song from, from friend of the podcast Doc Brown yes. uh, and Verb T this is Cloud All Over again Like a young Solarco, whoa, hold the black pages. It's the return of the underdog, shaking up your whack favorites. Fly Virgin and TDK, for that old school flex. You don't see these days in this mate. When we're down at Wembley, we ain't giving up. We want more than the Zenith Data Systems Cup. See the spirit of right and bright is back, son. And Andy Gray, not him, the cool black one. Got a whole new 11 repping now We even found a way to win the cup, check it out We hit you on the break when we hardly ever threaten Knocking Prem teams out, 25% possession Possess a couple deadly weapons Gonna hit them with Connor Wickham And if not, man, we got Scott down Yala and Zaha, left and right wings Led and Jed rocking beards like Vikings On the terraces, the real superstars Don't lie, bruv, yours don't sing like ours Nah, you're feeble, like your mouth keeps getting dry We're the Eagles, out of Southeast 20 you can hear the red and blue roar when we play From the Holmesdale Road up to when we wait Fair place for your fans, but they just ain't us We got one big hand on the FA Cup It started back when I saw Steve Cockle's team play Final was a classic, we lost in the replay 26 years later putting demons to rest Or should I say red devils In between your defence it gets settled They got one chance, I can see if Giggs puts his boots on And jumps in a time machine Eagles for the cup, I said nothing wrong Ask Leicester, it's the year of the underdog Alan Pardew and Keith Millen will guide us To deliver well like a corner from Kabai, bruv Passion like punching, your team ain't like us What players you got to score and then cry, huh? Red and blue in the stands, now nah, we don't play Make away games sound like it's our home game Two wingers light them up with a burst of speed And get Wembley rocking like Freddie Mercury Did in 86, can't forget Suarez Making moves from left back, the base is quick and from a set piece, we're lethal Got your goalkeeper flapping like Pete the Eagles White girls on the bench if we need to beat you with the late one I count down till the day comes Peace to your fans, but they just ain't us We got one big hand on the FA Cup Now let's go